0: Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is May 17th, and we are almost done with the book of Exodus. In fact, tomorrow we will read the last two chapters, but today we're jumping right in, reading two chapters, starting with Exodus chapter 37. Bezalel made the ark of Akasha wood, two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half high. He overlaid it with pure gold, both inside and out, and made a gold molding around it. He cast four gold rings for it and fastened them to its four feet, with two rings on one side and two rings on the other. Then he made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold, and he inserted the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry it. He made the atonement cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long, and a cubit and a half wide. Then he made two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. He made one cherubim on one end and the second cherubim on the other. At the two ends, he made them of one piece with the cover. The cherubim had their wings spread upward, overshadowing the cover with them. The cherubim faced each other, looking toward the cover. They made the table of Akasha wood two cubits long, a cubit wide, and a cubit and a half high. Then they overlaid it with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. They also made around it a rim a handbreadth wide and put a gold molding on the rim. They cast four gold rings for the table and fastened them to the four corners where the four legs were. The rings were put close to the rim to hold the poles used in carrying the table. The poles for carrying the table were made of akasha wood and were overlaid with gold. And they made from pure gold the articles for the table, its plates and dishes and bowls, and its pitchers for the pouring out of drink offerings. They made the lampstand of pure gold. They hammered out its base and shaft and made its flower-like cups, buds, and blossoms of one piece with them, six branches extended from the sides of the lampstand. Three on one side, and three on the other. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms were on one branch, three on the next branch, and the same for all six branches extending from the lampstand. And on the lampstand were four cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms. One bud was under the first pair of branches extending from the lampstand, a second bud under the second pair and a third bud under the third pair, six branches in all. The buds and the branches were all of one piece with the lampstand, hammered out of pure gold. They made its seven lamps, as well as its wick, trimmers, and trays of pure gold. They made the lampstand and all its accessories from one talent of pure gold. They made the altar of incense out of akasha wood. It was square, a cubit long and a cubit wide, and two cubits high its horns of one piece with it. They overlaid the top and all the sides in the horns with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. They made two gold rings below the molding, two on each of the opposite sides, to hold the poles used to carry it. They made the poles of Akasha wood and overlaid them with gold. They also made the sacred anointing oil and the pure fragrant incense the work of a perfumer. Exodus chapter 38. They built the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood three cubits high. It was square, five cubits long and five cubits wide. They made a horn at each of the four corners so that the horns and the altar were of one piece, and they overlaid the altar with bronze. They made all its utensils of bronze, its pots, shovels, sprinkling bowls, meat forks, and fire pans. They made a grating for the altar, a bronze network, to be under its ledge, halfway up the altar. They cast bronze rings to hold the poles for the four corners of the bronze grating. They made the poles of akasha wood and overlaid them with bronze. They inserted the poles into the rings so they would be on the sides of the altar for carrying it. They made it hollow out of boards. They made the bronze basin and its bronze stand from the mirrors of the women who served at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Next, they made the courtyard. The south side was a 100 cubits long and had curtains of finely twisted linen with 20 posts and 20 bronze bases and with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The north side was also 100 cubits long and had 20 posts and 20 bronze bases with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The west end was 50 cubits wide and had curtains with 10 posts and 10 bases with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The east end, toward the sunrise, was also 50 cubits wide. Curtains 15 cubits long were on one side of the entrance with 3 posts and 3 bases and curtains 15 cubits long were on the other side of the entrance to the courtyard, with three posts and three bases. All the curtains around the courtyard were of finely twisted linen. The bases for the posts were bronze. The hooks and bands on the posts were silver, and their tops were overlaid with silver, so all the posts of the courtyard had silver bands. The curtain for the entrance to the courtyard was made of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn in finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. It was twenty cubits long and, like the curtains of the courtyard, five cubits high with four posts and four bronze bases. Their hooks and bands were silver, and their tops were overlaid with silver. All the tent pegs of the tabernacle and of the surrounding courtyard were bronze. These are the amounts of the materials used for the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the covenant law, which were recorded at Moses' command by the Levites, under the direction of Ithamar son of Aaron the priest. Bezalel son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made everything the Lord commanded Moses. With him was Aholiab son of Ahissamach, of the tribe of Dan an engraver and designer, and an embroiderer in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn in fine linen. The total amount of the gold from the wave offering used for all the work on the sanctuary was 29 talents and 730 shekels according to the sanctuary shekel. The silver obtained from those of the community who were counted in the census was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. One becca per person, that is, half a shekel, according to the sanctuary shekel, from everyone who had crossed over to those counted 20 years old or more, a total of 603,550 men. The 100 talents of silver were used to cast the bases for the sanctuary and for the curtain, 100 bases from the 100 talents, one talent for each base. They used the 1,775 shekels to make the hooks for the posts to overlay the tops of the posts and to make their bands. The bronze from the wave offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels, They used it to make the bases for the entrance to the tent of meeting, the bronze altar with its bronze grating and all its utensils, the bases for the surrounding courtyard, and those for its entrance and all the tent pegs for the tabernacle, and those for the surrounding courtyard. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So here's the interesting thing. We read this and we hear about all this gold and silver and fine fabrics and other things that are used in order to make this tabernacle. Where did they get that from? I mean, they're now in the desert with nothing around them. And before this, they were actually taken captive by the Egyptians. So where did they get all these things in order to make this glamorous tabernacle? Well, that goes back to what God said would happen before they ever even left Egypt. Remember what God told Moses? That they would actually plunder Egypt before they left it. And remember, God told Moses this at the burning bush before the plagues even happened. God told Moses that Pharaoh would harden his heart and not let the people go, but that God would use a display of his majestic power And before it was over, God assured Moses that they would plunder all of Egypt on their way out of it. And if you go back to the final plague, you'll read that God had given the people favor with the Egyptians, and so that they gave them gold and silver and clothing. And by doing that, the Israelites plundered Egypt on their way out. And now, God is redeeming all of the gold and silver and threads of different colors, all so that he can have the tabernacle built. So, what once belonged to the Egyptians now has created this beautiful house of worship where the people can meet with God. Because that's what God does, He reconciles all things back to His purposes and His plans. Even things that don't seem like they belong, God wants to restore them and make them part of His purpose. That includes you and me. In fact, did you know there is nobody too far removed or too far gone for God to reconcile back to his purposes and his plans? All it takes is a willing heart. Remember that today, that God's ultimate plan is to reconcile all things and all people back to him. And that's the work that you and I are in the business of doing we as the people of God get this awesome opportunity to partner in the Missio day, the mission of God, to use our Imago day, our image of God, to help bring all people back to Him. So may you use every piece of who you are to show others how good our awesome and loving Heavenly Father really is. And as you do that, may you build a community around you of people who understand the presence of the Lord, that just like the Israelites who took the gold and silver of the Egyptians and then used it to build a tabernacle for the Lord's presence, may you find the people around you who you can reconcile back to Him in order to build a community for His presence. That's what we're called to do. That's all the time I have for today. I love you and God bless.